Kokorongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body E te iwi tēnā koutou E rongo ana koutou e kata ana mātou We're in a bit of a hariko mood this afternoon Hariko means happy Tēnā koutou This is me, Prao Negloin Mātou ko Tariao te anga Me Hariru roa And we hope you had a wonderful Christmas Yes It's probably still Christmas in a lot of homes And I like to think of this time Just to make it a bit more Māori Te wā o te pōhutukawa. Oh, yes, yeah. So the time of the pōhutukawa is that the pōhutukawa trees are flowering all around te motu. And it's also a reminder to us of the time our tūpuna, a lot of our tūpuna, the waka arrived was when the pōhutukawa were flowering. Mm. Hope everyone's being safe and enjoying time with the whānau. Tēnā koutou. Ko tā tātou ki waha mo tēnei wiki, ko te karawhiwa. Karawhiwa! Karawhiwa! Means give it heaps, go handy, give it your all. So a little bit like mo te he mo tonu atu, yeah. along those lines. Can be used as a standalone mm. expression. It's like, oh man, I'm going to do mean tomorrow, I'm going to go hard. And then you go, yeah, karawhiwa. Karawhiwa. Or you could turn to your team and go, eh, hey, homa, karawhiwa. Mm. Or, oh man, that looks nice as, I want to munch that up. Mm, karawhiwa. Karawhiwa. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, karafua. Yeah, koe nga tātātou ki waha i tēnei wiki. Karafua. Karafua. Our kaupa before today is... Te reo o te kapahaka. Ooh, te reo o te kapahaka. What's your interpretation of that, Hariru? I'm thinking, tuya! Toits! I'm thinking, so we're talking about the reo or the language of kapahaka. I read an interesting article just the other week by a parent who said he loves that his kids are into kapahaka, but he's not really into kapahaka. And he doesn't feel left out, but he realises that there's a huge majority of Māori and non-Māori, I guess, that are into kapahaka that are out there. And actually, the three of us that are talking to you today, we're all into kapahaka, even though Tariao's having a break. Yep. This Teringa from her kapahaka te pō o manga tāwhiri because of te panikiritanga o te reo. Engari, e mihi ana ki a koutou, and that's our kaupapa for today. You heard me and Hariru making some noises. Those are some of the sounds you'd hear in the kapahaka. <laughs> some noises. <laughs> Yeah, you get a hope as well yep. and a kia wiri. Wai wai takahia. Mm. Wai wai takahia. Stamp your feet. Hikoi. Oh man, that's one that gets me. Hikoi! Kimuri! But yeah, we're going to be talking about that, but probably about some of the things you'd hear in use in kapaka and the type of language that is used, I guess, you know, te haka. And for those of you that aren't au fait with that expression or kupu, kapaaka uh, is referring to Māori performing arts or traditional Māori performing arts, which is our, our waiata, our hand action songs, our waiata ringa mahi poi. So you know what a poi is, along with haka. And we also have our traditional items or our waiata koroua or our waiata tawhito or mō tētea. And then 
Eddie chained is a whakaeke, which is your entrance onto the stage, and then your whaka watea. And if you're a singing group, you'll do a tira. Most teams do tira these days, although I think some shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> and I know a lot of people use the way at the tira A to warm them up yeah. and to get them ready for the rest of the performance. Actually, those items there, ko te reo tera o te kapaka. So if you were to talk to a kapaka person, if they had to do, oh, watch your fellow tira, she would know straight away what I'm asking. Talking about the coral. And if I was to say, have you learnt your tita yet? <laughs> I would say, that's my business. <laughs> <laughs> Me to know and you to find out. <laughs> yeah, when you get when you get a group of kapaka people in the room, we all sort of speak this, this reo, te reo te kapaka. But we're going to be focusing in on te reo Māori that is used in kapaka. Nō reira, koe nā tātā tai kaupapa. Hadiri, what do you think we should start with? Cool, that's a cool topic. Kapaka is a great way to express, to talk about, to debate any ideas about anything happening really within not only Te Ao Māori but the world, eh? Mm-hmm. So what are some of the standout items in terms of kaupapa that have come out? I think the first one is like hitori, mm-hmm. history of all your hononga from one iwi to another. Mm-hmm. Kapai. So ko hononga are your connections. Yeah, I think you usually see those in the whakaeke, eh? Mm-hmm. And now eke, the kapa making their links to the particular venue or the mana whenua of the place that they're performing at. Those are usually quite prevalent in whakaeke. Mm. But I think, eh, the haka is always, mm. yeah. is always the item where you get to get that dig into whatever kaupapa mm. that's going on at that time. So it's a bit of a Native Affairs, eh, situation <laughs> in kapaka. Some kapa have all their take coming out and <laughs> all the things they want to put into whatever thing that's going on in Te Ao Māori at that time. But yeah, it's really interesting mm. to see the different perspectives of each kapa and their performances and how they express that too. Mm. One that sticks with me out of all these years of, and I'd say, you know, we're, we're still young, but one I think that is a classic and goes down in history would be the haka of Wakahuia, their debut, Christchurch or Tautahi, and their haka was Te Tiriti o Waitangi. Mm-hmm. And that haka for me, it sort of set a pattern or template Mm. For a lot of political haka to mm. follow. What year was that? 86. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm. To my knowledge, Kapaka hadn't gone so political yet. Mm. But I think one of the first teams to go there was Te Kotahitanga, no Te Waipaunamu. Right. So, mm. e tika, e ko te haka te native affairs. Yeah. You can make a political statement. Mm. Of course, recently, uh, Te Kapa Te Itikahurangi, Te Haka Kingi Kiriona, right. about Fakata Māori. Yep. And even the use of props mm, in that yep. particular haka anyway, which is another real, I suppose. Yeah. So definitely, kona, kona kaupapa. As a composer, I believe that if you've got a strong kaupapa, the tito or the composition should flow from there mm. and you won't have too many barriers or speed bumps in terms of composing the item. Herawe tēnā kaupapa, ko te, ko te tito. And I suppose i roto e te tito, you have a whole lot of language devices that you use or a figurative language. So we've talked about, I think we've talked about kupu whakarite, mm, yep. which are your metaphor and simile mm. and then the use of whakatauki and, and all those whakatauaki, pepeha, whakapapa can be put through all those compositions. But mm. te kaupapa. Te kaupapa i roto i mahi tito. And then from the serious, say, you can go to the not-so-serious. Yeah. 
<laughs> and we all know what that is. That's why we're just having little giggles to ourselves. <laughs> so it's, it's plain. <laughs> now there's lots of... Actually, you can talk about something serious too mm. and make it fun. Mm. I'm, I'm sort of referencing Kapaake at the moment, but one for me is uh, Rikirangi Gage is a master of that. He can talk about a uh, battle in a poi or something tapu in a waiataringa. And you don't even know, as yeah, a kapaaka, yeah. you don't even know you're learning about those things because it's so fun and light. Yeah. Mm. Um, instead of making it heavy with tapu. So the tapu is still there, but in the performance you give the illusion that it's something quite light. Yeah. Mm. Well, that was sort of like a, it was a strategy, eh, that they sort of used even during the times of te puea. I mean, Ngara Ohune is a good example of mm. a weata mm. that is just... The tune is so light yeah. and lovely, you don't actually realise that every single verse within the song is, is a real dig at something. Mm. And yeah. So I think some people that perform it these days get a bit confused on whether or not they're supposed to be happy, sad, mad or whatever. <laughs> 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 Smiling or doing a hard out pukana. <laughs> but yeah, I think we may have, over the years and quite recently, we're getting more explicit in terms of what we're saying mm. and we're mm. hangai ngarangi me nga nekehanga ki te, ki te pū o te kōrero mm. rotoinga waiata but it was, there were heaps subtle, subtleties 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 <laughs> <laughs> one of those afternoons <laughs> there you heard it here now I've told you all about te reo tuatoru you're going to hear on this radio show sometimes and that was one of them <laughs> He's the subtleties <laughs> in the old songs. <laughs> mm. If you're not familiar with the way out that Hariru was referring to, <laughs> Ngara o Hune is a narrative about what happened to some of our tūpuna from Waikato who, during the conscription of the First World War, because of the sayings of King Itafiao, there was a movement within Waikato not to go and fight in the First World War. And we're going to sing you a first verse of that Waiata. Te tatau o te whare o te hoariri, te tatau o te whare o te hoariri. Ngā rā o hune kāra te pakanga ki roto Waikato ka riro ko te rau me tāna hoko whitutūri atura. Te tatau o te whare o te hoariri. I think Tariel should have led that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I took the lead. <laughs> so as you hear, that's quite a light-hearted song, but the kaupapa, as Hadidi was saying, is quite a you know heavy kaupapa about our tupuna that weren't going to fight. Yeah, And actually got conscripted anyway. Yeah, exactly. And had to go. Yeah, and the ones that didn't, they got locked up in uh, Motini in mm. Mount Eden. So as you can see, just the sharing of Waiata, there's kōrero coming up. It's everywhere. So kapaka becomes a medium to showcase that kōrero, to revive the old songs and keep them alive and to write new material as well. So when you write your material, what is it that you're trying to do? For example, is there a certain emotion you're trying to incite in the audience? Or is there a, just a clear message that you want to give out on your part, on the couple's part? Or a story you want to tell? Probably taking some of our... Our haka 
the land wars mm. or the, the commemoration of the land wars has always been a strong kaupapa that I've held on to and I've carried that through most of our uh, stands, most of our campaigns, instilling that knowledge or those principles I guess around keeping the kōrero alive that's one of my whakaro when I've written those for the group mm. and then the other one is about the raukawatanga and ngā kōrero of tainui really, right. when I talk about the kōrero of tainui it's probably some of the lesser known things that aren't talked about yeah, yeah. so that's where, I, that's where I like going as a composer yeah. I think in a lot of things I like to get some kōrero that isn't the not the status quo but isn't known widely mm. known mm. Yeah. so we know what to expect the mortars next dance <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. And it's taking a kaupapa. Say, if I was to take a kaupapa that every single group would do, it's writing about it in a way that nobody else would. Mm. So that's or that's how I always challenge myself, right down to everything we do, which also informs your your tune, your rangi, and your choreography, I think, mm-hmm. if, 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 if you're in cohesion. yeah. How do you think it is for composers who aren't, like you necessarily the leader of the group that actually has a lot of influence over how that particular item is going to be executed in the end. Mm. Well, I'm quite selfish when it comes to doing items and things because I don't want to go through the drama of yeah. having to change something. <laughs> There's a lot of drama in yeah. <laughs> I don't want to have to go through the drama of having to change something if I want to because I'm the kayako. One, and second, I believe that the style of the group lies with the key composer of the group. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, the kaiti to matua should kotana mahi ki au he pupuru i te mauri o te kapa. Right. If that's not there, then yeah, it can be wishy-washy, right. te tua yeah. te ropu, or there's no unity or cohesion with the other items. Mm. Mm, yeah, so those are some things that I'm I'm conscious of. But for some teams, that works for them. Mm. It comes down to to the kaupapa of the actual kapaaka. One thing is the takukite iroto ene taune is how the language has changed. Mm. So the language is always changing. Even, you know, and I've, I've made comment to the man himself, the Timoti. If you looked at Timoti, Dr. Timoti, sir, is it sir doctor or Dr. Sir? <laughs> they use either or when you get yeah. to <laughs> You got a pick one. <laughs> so, if you were to look at his compositions, say from the seventies, and compared them to now, you'd mm. see the evolution of a composer there. Mm, yeah. Whereas, if you took someone like Ngapo, Dr. Ngapo, he the late Dr. Ngapo, he and his wife, and you looked at their compositions over a period from say Waihirere. Uh, 1970s, 80s, up into Wakahuya. You see that he sort of stuck to his formula. Mm. He might have evolved in terms of the kaupapa he chose to write about, but his formula of composition, while quite simple, was very, very effective. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I noticed that too, and I think there was sort of like, there was a time where Te Reo Waiata was quite simple, mm. straight to the point, but there were a lot of layers to it mm. that you were able to interpret from and take from, and then sort of moved into a time when everything became pretty long-winded, justifying the kaupapa and the kōrero and (laughs) (laughs) referencing different people who said the kōrero and it became really 
almost essay-like. And the items and the way they yeah, would yeah. execute the items in terms of te reo. Now it's sort of like trying to move back into that real metaphorical way of saying something mm. where mm. you can get different layers within it without having to explicitly say something that makes it quite one-dimensional. Yes. Yeah. yeah. advice to us, you need to experiment. Mm-hmm. I'm making me feel really, really old now, but <laughs> like back when I was, I, prob- I started writing in high school. Mm-hmm. And oh man, I look back on some of my compositions, mm-hmm. I would have been 16. And you oh. cringe. Yeah, I cringe. <laughs> Not only because of my hapa, but I like when they use like 50,000 whakatauki, oh, yeah. you know, a hundred kupu whakarite. <laughs> so it's just full of all sorts of, every single metaphor I can think of, I chuck in there. Because I'm exploding with all these things I've learned. Mm. And I see that with composers. I used to actually say to people, oh, you know, you need to cut back on this. Now I'm just like, nah, you've got to go through that as a composer. Yeah, yeah. 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 Everybody, you've got to grow in your own way yeah. and then find your mojo, your style. Mm. Mm. So, kareue, kareue kaha kiki te, te hunga tito inai nei, oh, you know, too much, I just let them, yeah, I might make some com- yeah. Does that mean that there's certain forums that, you know, you would suggest new composers sort of express themselves in, you know, mm. like koronehana, oh, you know, those those uh, those performances yeah, yeah. that aren't matatini. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, oh, no, no, me whakamātou tōre o ki kunei. Wei hoa matatini mō ngā praoni gloins me. Tika tika retu. Kia e ke rawa koe ki te rātou mata nā. Yeah, yeah. Would you suggest that or just... Because, I mean, even if they do put what they put forward at a stage like Matatini, they are being judged by apparently the best people. Mm. Yeah. So it's probably a good learning experience mm-hmm. in yourself in, in that way anyway. Mm. But I'm just at the risk of maybe a Duncan. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. even though those kaifakawa, they've got the whakamarama. Yeah, yeah. Even though they've got all of that, that doesn't mean they're going to get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And that's where I think if you're in the game, mm. you're writing for you. When I say you, I'm talking about your kappa, the audience and the judges. Yeah. And you'll know if your group likes the composition, mm. the cooker they take to learn, or you know, they take, you know, when some, when someone takes to a waiata. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I think about over the years, a lot of groups they go to people with the knowledge base within their respective iwi or hapu. And while they might be really awesome on the marae as a pu kōrero, or a, a genealogist or the historian of the tribe, of the iwi, they're not necessarily, or really, they're not very good at composing. Mm, so mm. it's funny the marrying of the two because in composition, Kote Wero is getting all that information out in the two or three minutes of yeah, the item yeah. and then choosing what's appropriate to put in there and what's appropriate not to put in there without sacrificing the story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and in that, within the audience, so you said ngā kaifakawa, the audience, and what was the other one? Mete. Mete kapa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so within the audience sector, you've got another level of media. And so Mm. I don't know whether it's that prevalent yet in terms of composition, but certainly in terms of choreography, Mm. 
and the delivery of those items, there's another level of strategy, I suppose, mm. that kapa have to sort of think about because there's the audience that kāri taia tēnana atu that you still need to whakaratarata yeah. mm. and you still need to engage with. So... He rau e tēnei I hope a lot of kapaka people are going to be listening to this. I think I might forward this to te matatini. <laughs> How do you feel as a performer oh. when you come to learn someone's composition? I love it. I love learning. Like, waiata? My favourite item is motiata because of the kōrero, the reo in it, and like the hōhoni stuff in it. Mm. <laughs> the hōhoni stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like that stuff. The deep stuff. <laughs> the hōhoni stuff. The, hohoni the deep stuff. stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably my favourite item to learn. Mm. And no, nah, I just like looking at people's Items. As someone who likes motete, yeah. I mean, I do too, but now I want to, because it's a patapatehi aue hariru. Now, ka patapatehi aue aque. How ofakaro, what do you think about the trend at the moment? Probably, mm. When I mean the moment, probably the past maybe 10 years now, there's been a sway to writing new motete. Oh, yeah. How ofakaro motete? Mm. So he's been writing, he's written two so far for our kappa. Mm. It's cool, I love it. Just learn more stuff about yeah. your iwi and gets the kōrero out there, hasn't it? Yeah. Mm. But he paitau a pātai te mea ahakoa e rā mea hōwe puta ana. You know, we still go back to the e pātohau at yeah. the marae yeah. and, and that's it. You know, there's a corpus of maybe just five... Yeah. <laughs> Major motete within Tainui that we all sing all mm. the time at yes. every kopapa, and those yeah. new ones aren't being used in that forum. Mm. So how we mo mo pia ni? Yeah. Era yeah. koe wai humate tata mira noiho era e fakaputa. Yes, yeah. Koe kore rona motera mote corpus te puna wai ata me nga nga wai ata ka wai ata tia tonitia e tata. I'm reminded of a conversation, I think it was a, at a hui Matatini, and it was about when Matatini was first set up, back in the day was the Polynesian Cultural Fest, there was some reluctance from the old people of the time, so back mm-hmm. in the 70s, to include motetea as a competitive section. Mm-hmm. And they even had some rules like mote uh, waia that waia was not to hei waia so oh. it was not to be used to mourn the loss of anybody. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then when groups started doing that, lament people in their way taringa, it was actually quite a big thing of the time to ah. be doing. Yeah, way taringa like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about the real tear-jerking ones. Yeah. yeah. But about yeah. the writing the motete, even then, when more and more groups started doing that, there was a debate around the new new motete or mm. the new traditional. Right. And the argument was that there needed to be new songs written about today for today to mm. be sung on the marae. But if you were to have a look, you know, going on your kōrero, okay. how many of those waiata actually sung? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Iroto ia Tainui is probably, I'd say Waikato is Waikato Te Awa, yeah. which was written, I think, I think it was a competition. Hey. I don't know. Yeah, I, I heard it was written to, as a, it was a part of a radio competition, I think. Oh. Yeah, that's probably the newest yeah. motetea that's still sung. Yeah. yeah. And then only two verses of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very yeah. interesting. 
except for when you go into Ngāti Koroki and then the, the second, uh, the third and the fourth comes in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't come to Ngāti Reko because we don't sing our face. <laughs> All I know is Te Rohe o Te Tsunae or something. <laughs> We're talking about the entrance onto the stage now. Mm-hmm. In context, traditionally in competition, the whakaeke was likened to the porphyry or the whakaeke onto a marae. But now whakaeke has become this great big stage production yeah. for some. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Judging wise, so this is judging. Usually, the experienced judges will be given the motete, the ringa, and the poi, and the haka. And the newer judges will be given the whakaeke and the whakawate. And that's because those items are seen as modern items. But my argument is the more experienced judges should be on the whakaeke whakawate mm. because that's where in those two items you see an amalgamation of perhaps all of those things. Yeah. yeah. In a whakaeke you might have a bit of motete, some karanga, a whaikorero, some poi, some mauraka, a haka, some singing. I think you have to have more of an eye and be a bit more tuned to yeah. judge those things. Yeah. Definitely. I think those would be harder to judge because you have so many different dynamics going on. Mm. And then there's that argument about mena rānei me u ki te tikanga o te whakaeke, mm. te whakawātea mm. hoki, mena rānei ka ao hou rānei te, <laughs> te tū o te kapa i mahi eke wātea hoki, yeah. Mm. And I think more experienced judges would be able to justify their judging of those items a lot better than newer judges. Mm. Yeah, mo te u ki te tikanga. And that's probably one thing I missed when you asked me when I'm writing and teaching and stuff is that there's tikanga and what we do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't just write something for the sake of it. And I like to observe as best we can na tikanga o tātou tūpuna. Mm. And for the whakaeke is one. I mean, for me, bare minimum is the karanga. And now whakaeke, we mm. always have a karanga, no matter what the whakaeke is going to be about. And um, he karanga i roto. And I know some groups stick to that. Some groups don't only ever whakaeke from one side of the stage. Mm. Oh, yeah. So those are all the things, because now you've got whakaeke from both sides or from the middle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mirawaki, oh, we'll be having people coming down on the sky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we've got Manu Aites on the stage. Yeah. Here we got. <laughs> yeah. We got whoops and. <laughs> We had a really good discussion, actually. It's only half finished. (laughs) (laughs) To be continued. Yes, to be continued. I think we'll come back. But I'm just going to say, we're going to come back and... We will come back and we will elaborate further on te reo te haka o te kapaka and perhaps talk about some of the phrases and things that you hear. We actually had a really good wānanga about kapahaka itself in this day and age. Hoia no, there were lots of kupu hou in there. Metahi on a on a quarter here, quarter of a commuting quarter. Do it! Gotta go. <laughs> oh, you oh, meant to go. Um... Tiha or something. No, there are two e mihia tua na kumatau tokotoru e kumatau tenei e te tokotoru e mihia tua na kia koutou i a faitaringa mai a kia, kia mātou kōrero rero e mihia tua na kia koutou tēnā koutou katoa.
And our waiata this week, we're going to go with a bit of a Christmas carol, but a Māori one. Mm-hmm. Hangu te pō. Hangu te pō. No reira, let's send all our whakaro out to our kai waiata. Karafiwa. Please drive safely on the roads. Don't forget to use our kiwaha mutene wiki karafiwa. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Feliz Natal, Koya. Koya. Hey, Konami. Fuck on my kit, tell me at the core my core. Core it'll flow in at the hook of force. Cope up a relevant, cope up a out of bounds, cope up a exigent, cope up a paramount. Knock on our fuck up in my kit. Cope up a tino fuck a heater, heater, fuck on my peak, cutty, cutty my, hurry, hurry, my old tarding, I had it, had it, my we gotta gather up close, everybody. Gather up close, everybody. Cunny, cunny, move that body. Cunny, cunny, move that body. Tarding up. He mea tuku nā te wānanga o Aotearoa. 
To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe. Taringa, fakarongo mai. <laughs>